0: Hey there! Are you a happiness seeker? Have you survived trauma and pain? And are you ready to heal and transform? Then stay tuned in. You are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast and I am your host Nicoleta. Today I'm going to talk about relationships between partners that are at different stages in their development, because it's real. Sometimes we are on different frequencies, on different vibrations, on different levels of consciousness, and when that happens, we see a gap between us, and in that gap there are cracks, and those cracks create in time craters, and they attract all sorts of calamities. All sorts of tsunamis and earthquakes and floods. And that's how we live. Now, what do we do about it? This is serious. This can actually turn our relationship upside down. What's the most balanced way of handling this? Because relationships are complex. There are so many layers to our relationships. We struggle to actually handle difficult times. So you have now awakened and your partner hasn't oops, that can be a little bit of a problem. That's because you are now more mindful, you are now more present, you can read between the lines, you can now hear the silence in between the spoken words. You can now see what you haven't seen before and what your partner is not able to see right now because your partner might be stuck in the tunnel mind, in the automatic functioning, in that kind of reactive living. Your partner can be stuck in old core beliefs. Some of them distorted, some of them unhealthy. Your partner can be stuck in old values, values that are not modern. And some of them are not aligned with you anymore. In simple words, your partner is blocked in that programming, in that conditioning, in what your partner thinks it's true, it's relevant, is important, is valid. And if you don't feel the same, then that's not working well between you two, is it? So today, I'm gonna give you a very quick to follow three-step guide to help you address this issue so you can resolve the problem. Step one, your introspection. I would like you to take time with yourself. If you have awakened and you have your own practice and you sit in solitude with yourself, go in your self-reflection. And I'd like you to observe from distance yourself, your partner, and the dynamic between you two. And sit with what you observe. Please don't do a superficial assessment. We are not compatible, we're growing apart, that needs to end, and so on. I see young people sometimes ending relationships too soon. I see partners that have been together for a while, again rushing into ending relationships. I see married couples, with or without children, that are kind of rushing. And they don't don't work through everything that needs to be worked through. And what this does, obviously, we carry that language in the next relationships. And we see people in their 40s and 50s and 60s, and even older than that, struggling to understand what's been happening between them. Why are they repeating the same patterns? Step one, your introspection. If you have awakened, then you have your own practice. You enjoy turning within. Go into your self-reflection. I would like you to take a little bit of distance and observe yourself, observe your partner and observe the dynamic between you two. Please don't do a superficial assessment. We are not compatible. We're growing apart. We need to end this. I see sometimes couples that don't give themselves the chance to actually work through the issues. And what that does, well, they end up in other relationships and another and another and nothing is changing. They repeat the same patterns over and over again. All of these relationships, all of these challenges are coming onto our path to teach us something, only if we can see, only if we can listen. So don't do a superficial one, go deeper, go deeper and deeper. And I'd like you to look into four different types of compatibilities. Look into the mental compatibility, the intellectual compatibility. How do you think? How does your partner think? What's going on into your brains? What's your relationship with information, with knowledge? Who do you follow? How much do you believe that? Is there indoctrination, brainwashing, anything where you become a devotee and you, 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 you truly believe that? Is there openness? Is there bluntness? What's going on in there? Do you usually talk about what's going on through your mind? Do you share information? Do you learn from each other? Is there a conversation going on? That's very important. Then assess the physical compatibility. What's going on with your bodies when you are together? What's happening within you? Is there cortisol released in you? Do you feel stressed out by your partner? Is there adrenaline? Are you fearful to not say or think or do this and that because of the reaction? Or it's on the contrary, a lot of dopamine because you feel free, you feel joyful, you feel like you belong, you feel safe. There's a lot of serotonin. You enjoy life. Everything is fine. You are at ease around your partner. Is there oxytocin going on in there? When your bodies kiss and touch and cuddle and make love, what happens there? Is that pleasant? Is that giving you what you need? Because this chemistry between you two is very important. Then I'd like you to look into the spiritual compatibility. What kind of feelings and emotions do you have within? What about your partner? Are you connected with yourself first and then with each other, with the other people, with the world? Are you an eco-friendly person? Do you believe in sustainability? Is your partner messing around and not caring about resources? Because that can be a deal breaker. Then I would like you to look into the energetic compatibility. What kind of energy do you carry with yourself? What about your partner? What do you feel when your partner is coming closer to you? Do you allow the energy to flow naturally? Do you feel like you you can jump on, on joy and happiness in the presence of your partner? Or you can feel rather suffocating at the knees. That's very important. And when you finish with this, I would like you to explore the purpose of being in this relationship. Is there love there? because we know that love is the catalyst that actually starts and ignites relationships and sometimes keeps them together. But having a deep, deep assessment, looking properly into the nature of the relationship is very important because love, on its own, can't actually sustain the relationship forever. This is very important to know. When you finish with the step one, the introspection, I would like you to move to step two. Take action. Have the conversation. Step two, communicate your findings. Please don't do it straight away. Take time to think about it. Choose a place where you don't spend time together usually. Choose a time when you're both relaxed. Tell your partner that you would like to talk about life. Don't warn your partner that you're going to have a go at your partner. Make sure that your partner remains open and it's not closing the gates because there will be no response and you're going to waste your time and then you're going to become frustrated. Yeah. During the conversation, start with the positives. Celebrate everything that is going well in the relationship. Then explain very gently, with kindness, that there are times when you feel a bit uncomfortable and that you would like that to be addressed. Don't make it about criticizing your partner. Don't make it about having a go with your partner because that would not go well. And then prepare for any outcome because you don't know how it's going. You do your 50% bit. Now you're waiting for your partner to respond. Sometimes the partners respond to that. Other times they don't. Sometimes they get it. Other times they don't get it. Accept that. That's what it is for now. You can't change that. You might be able to influence it, but you're not going to be able to change it straight away. Anyway, you have the choice. You are empowered. That's your mantra. I have the choice. You have the choice to stay or go. If you stay, you stay for the goods and you find a way of dealing with the bads. You don't give up, but you're patient. You're taking time because we get to this stage through repetitive experiences. We can't just quickly change overnight. People need some time and space to grow a little bit of awareness themselves. You also have the option to go. If the good is not significant, if you're losing more than you're gaining, you might want to count your losses and make a move. But do it in a civil way and don't rush into doing it now. Clarify your expectations first. Take a little bit of time to do it properly. Don't do it quickly because you're going to do it from your ego, from your tunnel mind. So from your elevated place, you're moving down where your partner probably is. At least this is how you see it. And after you finish with step one the introspection and step two the conversation, I'd like you to do a relationship agreement. Whatever the case, find a bit of time, look to the relationship agreement. I have a guide. It's in the description box below. It's a very simple template with a bit of instruction. I think it will be very useful. Talk to your partner about this. This is about both of you. How do you like to be treated? How do you like to communicate? How do you like to resolve issues and conflicts? What's your deal breaker? What's non-negotiable in your relationship? What's the five must-have? So it's very important to have the conversation and put it down on a piece of paper so it becomes reality, it becomes like a contract, like a real thing between you two. And throughout that agreement Make sure that you let your voice be heard, but you also hear your partner. Make sure that your needs and your wishes are very clearly articulated and you also try to gauge what's happening within your partner as well. I think that if we are to be honest, there's no perfect partner in the world. It's just an illusion that that partner exists. Maybe there's someone perfect for this moment, but it's very, very unlikely that you're going to find someone that will grow in the same pace with you. We will grow at different stages. Now you, 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 you manage to grow a little bit. Your partner starts native. Then it's the other way around. Your partner might go through a little bit of growth and you're stuck. The point is to be able to to live together and grow together and learn together. Now, of course, there are times when the relationship become toxic, become neglectful, abusive. You don't want that. If it's poisonous. You know the way. But if it's a relationship that has a lot of goodness to it, that is enhancing you as a person, that it's, it's comforting, that it's helping, then by all means choose to stay and address the issues. Because I think when people want to address issues, anything can be resolved. It's just a matter of, of understanding really. That's the first step in, in the transformation process. And now I've seen many relationships in my life, and I've been through a few relationships myself, naturally, at my age. And I've seen, you know, people being in, in deep love and then moving to the other end in, in complete hatred. I've seen couples being through a fantastic time, in, in, you know, away in their holidays, and then the next day having a miserable time. I've seen everything, and you've seen the same, and you probably live the same. That's the nature of life. That's our human nature. This is how we are. And this is why we need relationships. This is why we form these relationships. So we can grow together. So we can learn together. And that's how it should be. So be careful with everything you're doing and learn this important lesson. Do not rush. Be patient. Yeah, If you discuss a, an agreement, a, a point three, make sure you do it gradually. You want it open like a permanent thing, fine. You want it temporary because you, you struggle with your partner now and you want to give it three, six months, maybe a year to see how it goes and then reassess it uh, all along to see if there is any change that is you know acceptable to you, it's good enough for you. And do not rush into making decisions, do not rush into taking action, especially if this is a family where you have children that will suffer. Because very often as parents, we operate on lower levels of consciousness, we have our drama going on, and the children are there, neglected, they don't know what's going on, they suffer, they you know, get this trauma within, they internalize it, they live with it, and they carry with it for the rest of their lives. So we need to be mindful of that. As awakened as we are, very often we can fluctuate. And if you are awakened, then you operate from love, from care, from compassion, from kindness, from understanding, from tolerance, from acceptance. In the world, in that relationship, in your life, so you will you will be understanding towards finding a resolution that is suitable, mutually satisfying for, for both of you. If you only think that have you have awakened, in other words, you have the awakening in your mind, in your conceptual mind, in your intellect, you think you have awakened, and you have this idea that, that your partner should be like this. Your partner should be like that. React like this. Then that's maybe not proper awakening. Uh, it's just awakening in your mind, where you find yourself in self-righteousness, where you think you know the truth. You you think you hold all the answers in the world. You have demands. You have expectations, and you want your partner to just you know play as you as you as you sing and as you dance. Now. Obviously, listening to this, it's, it's, it's a lesson of awakening in itself. It helps us to, to understand possibilities of experience, of being, of understanding. And if we are awakened, when we awaken, we can choose to awaken. We can choose to be a, on a level of consciousness that is, is great for everyone involved. Then we can be that loving, that kind, that compassionate and understanding. And I'm hoping that this is helping you. This is helping you maybe uh, going through your your own queries that you might have around relationships. And um, maybe you give us a thumbs up. Uh, Perhaps you want to share this with someone. And definitely go through these steps, introspection, conversation, and relationship agreement. Thank you so much and stay present. You have listened to the Opening to Happiness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, show us your love, share, subscribe, or give us a review. Thank you.